0: Thanks for joining another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. That sounds amazing to me. How about you, friends? Doing this parenting thing alone is hard, but the great news is that we are not alone. We have an amazing, perfect God who can guide us, carry us, take our burdens, and give us rest when we are weary. His burden is light, but the joys of parenting are many, and He has made you the parent of your children on purpose. So let's see what God has to share with us today. Thanks for joining me. Happy, happy, almost Thanksgiving, you guys. This is by far our second favorite holiday in our family. Every year, if you don't know us, (laughs) and you don't know this, but if you know us, you probably know this really well. Every year, we throw a giant open house style Thanksgiving breakfast for everybody we know and anyone they want to bring along with them. It sounds crazy probably to most of you. Uh, although if you've attended then you already know the reality of it and maybe you still think we're crazy but we love our people in our lives and we do it because we want to thank them for being a part of our lives whether we have seen you every day for the last 10 years or we haven't seen you in the last 10 years you are invited you are welcome and you are loved that is just the way that we hope that our doors feel open to people We are big on hospitality here. We are big on loving our people. And we are just so amazed at the people that come each year. We have people who come every year with the exception once in a while of maybe they have to travel for Thanksgiving for family. But it's kind of on their calendar perpetually. And that is just true dedication. Uh, I love that. They've got us penned in every year. And then we have those who pop in that we totally don't expect or we haven't seen. I had friends that came, uh, was it last year or the year before? I cannot remember. All the years just jumbled together these days. I think it was last year that I hadn't seen since I was twelve, and I'm not twelve, not even close to twelve anymore. So, I mean, it was a long time. We, I mean, we've all we were all kids the last time I saw them, and it was amazing. It was just a cool reunion. And my mom knew them, of course, too, because I was just a kid. So, of course, my mom knew them and she was just so thrilled to see them. She hadn't seen them since they were kids. So, it's just a really fun opportunity to to pour out to those in our family and, uh, sorry, to those in our lives. And we love doing it. And breakfast is easy. Let's face it, breakfast is an easy meal. So, it's um, not, I mean, preparing for. Close to 100 people is not an easy task, even if it's just breakfast, but it's a lot of fun. People show up and they cram themselves into our, our I mean, we know a tiny, tiny house, but we did at one point and they still came and crammed themselves in uh, to be part of our day. And it's just such a blessing to us to see everybody that shows up. So I hope that your Thanksgiving this year is full. I hope that not only your bellies are full, but your hearts are full. I pray that blessing over you right now, that God would bless you with an outpouring of gratefulness from your heart, and that he would fill you with his peace and love that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. It's an amazing time to remember to be grateful, and hopefully we carry that with us throughout the year. I know it's hard. Believe me, I know it's hard. We are going through some struggles right now with um, parenting, and uh, I come to you today to to tell you something really cool that God did this week uh, at church. Actually, I've been I've been struggling really hard lately, and my anger has been getting the best of me. You ever been there? I'm sure you have. Most of us do. We just some people just don't talk about it very much. Uh, I have no problem talking about that because I'm not ashamed. I'm not proud of my anger, but I'm not ashamed of it because I know that God redeems it and I come to him with it. And I ask forgiveness. I come to my child who I yell at <laughs> and apologize and ask forgiveness too. She, she'll she be really good at, at doing that someday, I think, even though she's terrible at it now. She's really good at being a prideful teenager right now, and it's really hard feel like her heart is just really, really hard right now to a lot of things. And it's just a tough season we're going through with her. Um, some days are feeling, some days feel impossible. I'm going to be honest. Some days feel impossible. And I know they're not because I have God in my heart. And he's in this house and he's with her. She's in, he's in her heart. And I know he speaks to her and she's just choosing to ignore him right now. And his gentle nudging's. But he loves her through it. He's waiting. Just like he waited for me for 25 years. He's waiting for her. Uh, it's, it's hard. But this Sunday, and, well, let me preface before I tell you about the revelation God gave me this Sunday through somebody at church, uh, through his word. <sighs> I have been feeling like my hope has been wasted Every time I have to confront this particular child, I have a twinge of parental hope that this time will be different, that this time it's not going to result in a hopelessness, that this time she's going to come clean, or this time it's not going to be her that caused the infraction or, you know, something, or that this time, this time, this is going to be it. This is the pivot point. Here it is. This is where she's going to start turning things around. This is where God is going to be glorified. This is where, this is it. Every single time I have that twinge of hope in me, I feel like that's part of the the biggest part of the disappointment when it doesn't work out that way. It's an expectation that I have that gets unmet, which I could do a whole podcast on expectation, and maybe I will at some point, but um, when our expectations are not met, it is so heartbreaking in any relationship. And especially with our kids, when we have this hope that they're they're turning into this um, God reflective person, and that they didn't, and they go the opposite direction, and not that she's not that she's like out you know robbing banks and stuff, but it's a character issue that we're working on a couple of them, and it's just so heartbreaking when I have that twinge of hope. And it just feels like a wasted twinge. And so part of me just doesn't want to hope anymore about it. I just, I mean, this is before Sunday. That's where I was at Sunday morning. Came to church with that thing in my heart. That speck of why bother, why bother hoping anymore. But I don't want to expect the opposite. That's the truth. I don't want to expect the opposite from her either. I don't want to expect... The sinful side of her, even though we are all sinners, fall short of the glory of God. I understand that. I know that I get that. But I don't want to have this this label on her in my head, in my mind, in my heart. That she is this, and she is this, and she will always be this. Because that's not the truth. That's not what God says about her at all. That's not what God says about her. God says she is set apart. She is chosen. She is redeemed. And I have to remember those truths. And... In those things is where my hope lies, but at the same time, those are the hopes that get dashed every time I have to confront her about a specific thing, and I'm not going to get into the specific details of what we're going through with her because um, out of respect for her, my love for her, I love you guys, but it's it's not your business really what she's doing, but just know that it's hard for us, and I'm sure you're going through something similar at some point or have. Or will, because that's parenting. So Sunday, during worship time, a man got up to, to read this. This is from Romans. This is Romans 5, 1 through 5. This is from the ESV version. And the subtitle in my Bible for this section is Peace with God Through Faith. Perfectly titled. Therefore... Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. I want to repeat that last bit before I continue. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Hope of the glory of God. Not only that, there's more, I love it, but we rejoice in our sufferings. (laughs) Always makes me laugh. Knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. Oh, we're back to hope again, you guys. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts. Sorry, let me read that. I added a a word. I don't want to edit. God's word here. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So let me back up a little bit because this is what he, the, the gentleman highlighted. And this is where God, you know, it's one of those God moments where he's like, "Ah, your hope was in the wrong place, Heather. That part that I read a couple of times there, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. The hope of, that I've had, has been in her behavior change, her attitude change, her the, her um, sassiness change, I will be specific, I guess, in that. I mean, she's a teenager after all, we're all sassy, aren't we, um, especially that time, we're all sassy in general, here and there, but, um, my hope has been in the outward, not in the inward, uh, well, it's been a little bit in the inward for her heart to change because I've been really praying for her heart to soften, uh, that God would would help her to open her heart to his, his voice more and to be more obedient. But my hope has really ultimately been in her changing. My hope has been misplaced, and I want to replace it. I want to move it. And my hope now... And this man, this does bring endurance for me. It really does. And that's just what the scripture said. My hope now, and it, it, doesn't, it doesn't disappoint because God is perfect. My hope is, in, is that his glory will be found in this situation. That we will come through this to the glory of God. My hope is in the glory of God through this situation, through this, this suffering, through this battle, through this race. My hope is in the glory of God. He will get the glory for this because only he can do this. Trust me. I've tried. I've tried a million ways from Tuesday to try to, to fix this, to, to work this through. Even with scripture, I've tried and, um, I continue to lift her up in prayer and I continue to go to God and I continue to leave it up to him because it has to be him. It can't be just me. I, I'm i just a human. I can only do so much, right? Uh, but I've been through battles before with this particular child or just parenting in general. And it's not until I lift it up to God that my burden is lighter. And I see change. But I want him to have the glory. I want my hope to stay in that place with him in his glory. Because that glory is constant. That glory never changes. God never changes. He is faithful. He loves her. He has her in the palm of his hand. And he's not letting go. She is marked for him. She is marked for his glory. She is created in just the right way that with all the ways that he has made her and put things in her, those things are going to be used for his glory. And it's not going to be in the way that I I expect or or plan or even see now. I I don't know what she's going to do someday, but I know it's going to be good so long as she... Focuses on him. And this is a race for her as much as for me. Me as a parent. Her as a human being. You know. And this is. She's going to come out. Just like Romans 5 says. With character. This endurance is going to produce character. Which is going to produce hope. She's going to come out of this. And see the glory of God. And she's going to have a, a greater hope. In the grace that he's given us. The faith that she has in him. And the trust. That she Can have in him. She's going to see that she can trust him with her heart, and it's going to strengthen her faith. It's going to strengthen her hope, and it's definitely going to strengthen mine. Because I feel like a front row seat person right now. I can't do anything but you know bring consequence and reminders of truth and love her through it. And um, that's what I'm trying to do. It can be frustrating, and it can be heartbreaking. And unfortunately, that's part of parenting. But it is definitely a refining fire too, right? I, I tell people that all the time. You know, parenting is the hottest refining fire you're going to go through if, you're, if you go through parenting. Because it's such a mirror to our souls. It brings out the best and the worst. It shows us our weaknesses and strengths. And it helps us to rely on God more and more, hopefully. <laughs> I go to Him much sooner now than I ever have before in my whole life. And it's because I'm a mom. I've learned that that is the best thing. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the whole reason I have this podcast. That's what that's what inspired this podcast. God was like, tell your story. I'm like, oh, ordinary me. Telling my story of parenting woes and ups and downs. Really? like, Who's going to want to listen to that? Well... Other parents, I suppose, or grandparents, um, anyone who's going through the fire, join me. It's toasty warm. It's a Winter's coming. Let's stay warm in the fire and get better and, and become more pure and holy and righteous with God. And let's hope in his glory. Let's put our hope in his glory. I'm going to pray and keep this podcast kind of short because I know you're busy getting ready for Thanksgiving, as am I. And uh, I pray, Lord, that anyone listening to this podcast today or in the future would feel the hope of your glory, would sense that that is the best place for them to place their hope. They can't put their hope in the temporal. They can't put their hope in humans. They can't put their hope in outward appearance and behavior because those things all change. Constantly, but you never do, Lord. Let us put our hope in you, in you alone. You are faithful. You are true. You are sure. You are unchanging. You're solid rock. Let us put ourselves on the firm foundation of our faith in you that we love you every day. That we will remember to come to you first. That we know that you hear our prayers and you are working. Even when we don't see it, you are working because you can see the plan. You can see the results. You can see where the character is going to be built from the endurance and the suffering. You're with us through it. You never leave us. You never forsake us. You are by our sides through everything, good and bad. We trust you and we thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides us gently through these things. That with wisdom, with truth, with love, with kindness, with gentleness. Lord, we ask for your self-control when we get angry and frustrated. Cause only you can bring that that we need the strength, the endurance, so that we can pour out the love that you've poured into us. Lord, let us all parent to the glory of God each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I pray that you have an amazing day and remember every day to be thankful for something and praise Jesus for something each and every day. Remember that you are thankful for him. Have a great day. August is Mental Health Awareness Month. We have such a huge rise in mental health issues right now, especially among children, and it completely breaks my heart. That's why I created Comfort Creatures. They're cute little fuzzballs with beautiful, sparkling eyes. They're slightly weighted, and they're just a fun little critter to keep with them to help them to feel safe to, um, to be able to feel and play with. They're like a fidget toy or security. Uh, it's a beautiful. They're just so cute. They can keep them in their pockets. They can bring them with them wherever they go. They can tell them their worries. When I was younger, I had these little worry dolls and I would tell them my worries. And I feel like it was a great way to learn how to pray. And these comfort creatures are just that they're a great tool to teach kids how to pray but it gives them something tactile and physical something to look at but they can imagine that God is listening to them while they're talking to their little critter their little comfort creature they come in a variety of colors they are all the softest fur faux fur that you can imagine, and they're just so sweet. They come packaged with an adoption certificate so they can name them and they can become part of the family. There's also an additional calm breathing kit that can be added to this package for just a couple of dollars. And it gives them a couple of techniques so that when they start getting anxious and overwhelmed, if they tend to get shortness of breath because of anxiety, this is a great tool to add on to give them a couple of ways to treat the anxiety and help to learn to calm themselves down. But this this epidemic has really broken my heart and I just felt like this was my little way to help. So check them out at our Etsy store. Izzy Drew Lane is the name of the store. You can go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Izzy Drew Lane. That's I-Z-Z-Y d-r-e-w lane i'll put the link in the show notes for your reference but check them out and while you're there check out the slime kits that my girls are making they're scented and they're fun and they're another tactile activity that the kids can make and keep with them in their nice sturdy storage case and play with for months so enjoy it check it out and i hope you find comfort in my creatures Thanks for joining us for another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. I am so glad that you joined us today. This is so much fun to be able to encourage you and remind you that God loves you and wants to partner with you in your parenting journey. Remember, he made you the parent of your kids on purpose. If you like this episode, please, please take time to rate and review it so that other people can find this podcast as well. I'd really appreciate it. And I think so would other people who get to be blessed by this and share it with friends and family that you think it would bless too. Let's spread the word and let people know that God loves them and wants to be with them each and every day in their parenting journey. Thanks for stopping by. And I hope you join us next week.